Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, I'm Orion Lavelle. And I'm Travis Maddigal. And I'm Orion Lavelle. And I'm Travis Maddigal. And it's me, Orion Lavelle. Also introducing Travis for the, Maddigal. For the first time ever, Travis Maddigal. And you're listening to To The Nail, a monstrous podcast, where today I'm Orion Lavelle. We're talking about the pit fiend. We're talking about the pit fiend, the fightinest, biggest, fightinest, fightinest, fightinest devil. <laughs> Biggest. The biggest, biggest, <laughs> fightinest, biggest devil. Uh, yeah, it's the the big fight. It's yeah. the big fight one. Yeah. The sad thing is, is that the thing that makes it the big fight is that it just has the biggest numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, which like D and D fifth edition rapidly proves that big numbers are not enough to be an interesting <laughs> fight. Uh, and I'm really sad that there's not like a really aside from the poison thing, there's not like a really cool gimmick to this guy. Like he's got the he's got uh, hold monster and he's got wall of fire, uh, but that's not like terribly cool. There are a bunch of things that have walls of stuff. Like we just did one that has a big old wall of stuff. That's true. That's true. And so yeah, I was I I must say once again, we're just doing a fight guy, and it's a fine fight guy, but it's not a terribly interesting fight guy. And, like, without getting into how it is mechanically, like, it is technically the Baylor of Devils. Yes, technically that is true. It is a CR, one CR higher than the Baylor. Yep. It is significantly less cool and iconic looking. Mm-hmm. And also does, like, either the same amount of stuff or less stuff. I feel like, well, like, the Baylor could teleport. It could. Which is... And it had an aura of fire. Yeah. And it, like, immediately, as soon as you can teleport, it's, like, interesting. Yeah. It had a fire whip and a lightning sword. Yeah, like, it, sure it just had, like, character. It had cool stuff. He's even looking at me like, why don't you like me as much as the Baylor? <laughs> I can give you what the Baylor can, too. No, you can't, Pit Fiend. <laughs> you can't give me shit. Go back to the pit. And that's more or less it. It does the fights. Uh, it has a couple of innate spells, uh, and it looks like a real grump. Yeah, it sure does. So let's talk about how it looks in detail. Explicit detail. NC-17 detail. Mm-hmm. So artistically, it's a big red gremlin. The end. <laughs> Moving on to the mechanics. Well. So it's like, uh, if you can remember the gargoyles, the cartoon gargoyles, I feel like we invoke gargoyles, the cartoon gargoyles quite a bit. Uh, if you could remember Goliath, except all of red, uh, that's Keith kind David, of- Keith David is just on my brain all the time. Yeah, so if, if you could select Keith David, you know, <laughs> 17C, uh, i.e. Goliath, Keith David, this is more or less what it's what it's going on. Uh, it's like big, it's vaguely dude shaped. It's got scales, but like thick scales that are all over. Yeah. Um, it's got like the, the kind of ridged segmented scale plated leg. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a big old tail and then it's got, so it's kind of like Balrog shaped. When I say dude shape, I mean like Balrog shaped. Yeah. It does look like, it kind of looks like the fourth edition version of the Baylor. And I'm guessing like 4E Pit Fiend looked very similar to this because the art style here is definitely, like, just big, meaty boy. You'd be... Well, I mean, like, yes, it is, but it's a little more, like, angry. 
agree mm. in 4e but yeah it's... well because like it's just like between that it's big meaty shape it's all one color it's all just red with like some weird kind of shadowing discoloration on the chest yeah uh its legs just look like a ham hawk yeah they like are its feet is just like a like <laughs> like a euro like thick. there it is it's just thick and webbed yeah it's definitely just a slab of flesh with scales on top and it's just like it's got like that big blocky shape that i associate with fourth edition yeah that's fair and that's kind of about it it definitely has a pair of bangles on let yeah. me uh hold on um this is as high res an image i can find online I can't tell. Is that it? Is that itself? Because that's the only thing I really care about is whether or not I it's wearing bangles. What? It, it is definitely some sort of fancy in, inscribed thing. Yeah, it's got like a black iron bangle. Uh, I'm just assuming that it's of itself <laughs> because otherwise I'll be really sad and you wouldn't want that. No, sir. It also has like a big old flail in its other hand, like a big old slapping Yeah, I'm trying thing. to figure out what it reminds me of and I think it might be like... A Lord of the Rings yeah, mace. Yeah, it definitely reminds me of Sauron's mace from yeah, Lord of the Rings at the beginning. I that, I w at first I was like, the ebony mace. Yeah. And then I was, no, I don't think so. Yeah, not quite. It's not quite as spiky as the one at the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, but it is just like a big old slab of iron in the hand of a big old monster. His face kind of looks like Man Bat. I love its face, actually. I The, the shape of the 5th edition face, I really like. Um, specifically how it gets kind of like wide and then blends into the horns that just kind of go back mm -hmm. i kind of like how that looks yeah as opposed to like i like how it has like indiv like it has eight teeth eight <laughs> yeah. individual teeth just peeking out and then it's like really glowy eye sockets yeah like it doesn't have angry glowy eye sockets it just kind of has like jersey devil eye sockets yeah like like cat caught in a camera like yeah only like, the glowing eyes like yeah like cryptid in the forest kind of <laughs> kind of thing about it and i think that that's what it is it's like bat baby like I'm, <laughs> i feel like i should be seeing it on the national Enquirer. <laughs> and i kind of dig that that's that's kind of cool yeah, but other than that... Yeah, that's just about it. Like, it yeah. doesn't... There's not that much detailing work going on because it's so scale-thick. You can't even really see what its musculature and skeleton is like all that well. I kind of wish there were more, like, seams and stuff in its wings, but I feel like that's kind of cliche, so I don't know. It's It almost kind of looks like its wings are, like, painted on. His wings are very, like, geometric, right? Like, it kind of looks like Drudigan... The Pokemon. I, I do know what you mean. Yeah, they are. They don't like super... perfectly geometric. Yeah, they don't look really organic. They just look like shapes stuck on the back, <laughs> which kind of fits because the pit fiend is kind of just like shapes shaped. It's not really shaped like a thing. It's just kind of shaped like a bunch of sturdy shapes <laughs> stuck together into a meat shape. It's really like the. <laughs> this is for sure the final form of the the lesser devils because this is the thing that's like. Uh, let's take all these things we like about creatures, uh, let's just mash them together in the pit of fire, and, uh, this is my OC. Pit, yeah. Pit fiend. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, you, yeah, you could say, like, lame Baylor sans fire, and that more or less. <laughs> You'd get it. Yeah, that's more or less it. Uh, I kinda do, like, I don't necessarily know if I like it, or if I just have nothing else to say about it, but it's leg things its leg scales are kind of interesting because they start at like the knee yeah they look like ar work plated armor leggings yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know why they're wearing some some devil pants <laughs> i i was gonna say for some i don't know why i like it as much as i do but i really like how just kind of lax yeah. his tail is just kind of like 
on the ground. Is that would that explain why his foot is so weird shaped? It's because he's wearing like his devil leggings. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's just that his little nails yeah, poking out the are, end like, of the, the stockings. Nails, or like yeah, the stockings have <laughs> the little nails at the end. That that's what I'd like. You're gonna love the weird shape of the feet in fourth edition. Mm -hmm. Show me the previous editions, because I've run this milk dry cow. So, I've run this cow milk dry udder. Help, show me. Fourth edition is more traditionally a devil. Whoa! <laughs> Look at that metal cover-ass motherfucker. Yeah, way more traditionally an angry devil, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, he has, like, the horns and ears. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just full on... Before we joked, like, Pit Fiend is just Horn de horn Devil, but more. This is that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, like, <laughs> I am Melkor, the like. It's, I don't know, whatever, for what it is, that, that makes sense. It's definitely more dynamic. This yeah. kind of, 5th edition dude kind of looks like he just got out of bed. Yeah, for sure. Like, he's not ready for the day, whereas 4th edition is like, I have my coffee! Yeah, yeah, there's a lot more energy, and that might just be some of the pose or the lighting or whatever. It just feels yeah. a lot more energetic. Well, he also, he's, like, got skulls on his tail, mm -hmm. and, like, he has personality on his, like, outfit. Yeah. That's whatever. Um, so from here on out, yeah. the last three I have to show you, mm -hmm. they get progressively wider and wider. <laughs> okay. So third edition oh. he is, he like, is yeah. a big chunk. Yeah, kind of dra draconic. Yeah, the face is wild. It is yeah. kind of like thick dragon flat dragon snout yeah with like huge tusk teeth and a bunch of horns and spikes and stuff yeah. and then second edition oh that's the <laughs> widest one of all the widest boy there he looks uh, like ganon from legends of the yeah one. yeah pretty much uh and then <laughs> oh i can't even see how wide you that can't one is see how wide he is he's got he's covering it with his, it. his wings his modesty is covered with wings yeah uh I did just notice the gross nipples on the second edition one, though. Yeah, second edition <laughs> one looks like he's, like, made of muscle, but not, like, in the hot way, mm -hmm. but rather just, like, his skin is played <laughs> off. Yep, sure does. Got that, the weird lines on the, yeah, the chest. He's got, like, wings ripples all bones. over. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. What the fuck is going on with his calves? <laughs> they just like flare out they just got it's like he his bones are armor on the inside yeah he put the armor inside of him so no one could touch his heart he has an endoskeleton but it's mm -hmm. just his skeleton yeah weird weird choice i will say going back to the fifth edition very briefly it does look like a doom monster yeah that like sure. single like slab of thing that's all covered red monochromatic slab of beef with wide head yeah and i do have like i said i have affection for the eyes and if I th I do think it's funny the like kind of pose, uh, but I do wish there was some more some more character in the way that definitely fourth edition has. There is yeah there is a little a little thing about the pose looks like this would be a lesser monster yeah because it looks like just kind of a generic monster yeah, pose it's as opposed to like the character a CR twenty creature would have yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, but I think maybe on some level that is just a design ethos for the for the edition, right? So like, right. as I recall, going back up to Solars uh, at the very beginning of of this whole mad venture, going back up to Angels, as I recall, the the best kind of angel was just hanging out as well. Yeah, yeah, they all were. I think yeah, on some level, maybe they, of... I think maybe they were trying to go for like a minimalist kind of thing in some of these monster designs, which that you know. Yeah, sometimes it's effective and sometimes it's not. I kind of wish there was a little bit more flair on this pit fiend, but whatever. 
I just I really love the fourth edition one just yeah. because he <laughs> looks absolutely metal cover for yeah. sure. Real, real Judas Priest. <laughs> Let's talk about the lore of these guys. They are basically what you would expect. They fight for honor and uh, station. They typically so this is like the the rank below the hot dogs. <laughs> the hot dogs. The hot dogs. The arc devils. <laughs> uh, the the. This is the ones right before, like, the dukes and duchies of the Nine Hells, and consequently these are, like, the big bouncer kind of, not necessarily butler, but, like, the big bodyguard kind of ones that do their bidding and serve as generals in the Nine Hells and whatnot. Typically, they're they're basically what you would expect as, like, oligarchs of sorts. Pit fiends, as you would expect, they have the, like, oh, I have, I'm arrogant and powerful, and we sit at the top of the food chain and do all that kind of stuff, and consequently they spend a lot of time. Uh, the book tells us that they kind of form a little clique, like a clique of pit fiends that all, you know, focus on, on expanding their station and becoming more powerful. And the book tells us that they will typically, you know, conspire together to eliminate any threat that stands between themselves and their desires, even as they negotiate the intricacies of the Nine Hells. <laughs> but we're not going to give you any insight skill checks or any deception skill checks. So yeah. we made the charisma high. That's enough. Mm -hmm. That is <laughs> apparently enough. I kind of like this uh, chunk that we get at the very end where it's kind of nestled in between describing what it looks like because that's all the last paragraph is typically. Yeah. Uh, it says that it typically will desire to fight things in single combat. And I buy that because 5th edition monsters are not that tough once you get to a higher level. Very true. So I I, I choose to take that literally as like, I'm <laughs> me. What's up, Ranger? It's me and you now, buddy. <laughs> if any of your friends help, you suck and you lose. Yeah, so I, I like to take that as literally true. Uh, so, so feel free to do with that what you will. I'm sure this would like kill a Ranger in like two turns. Uh, but I do like the idea of that being the case. I think that it could be potentially feasible if you have a pretty good ranger. I <laughs> I like this little part where it says that it will use its enormous wings to wrap around it like a cloak. Because I like to, in my head, try to figure out... I like these clasp around the neck. Yeah. And then it just it has like a flowing cape that yeah. then... Whoosh. Yeah, like gargoyles. <laughs> yeah. Like like, garg like yeah, gargoyles. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's buck wild to try to... Yeah, that's always something I like quite a bit. Uh, I kind of wish we got a bit, like maybe a B side drawing of him all clasped up and you know regal. Yeah, regal. I think that would be quite cool. And in fact, like any depiction of this that isn't just ah, monster would have been would have been quite cool. In terms of like adventure hooks, I mean this is clearly like late stage kind of stuff. Like when the party's pissing off Asmodeus or Mephistopheles or any of those them other arc devils this is what gets called in of course yeah the thing of it is is that there's not enough for it to be an interesting boss fight like this isn't a legendary creature there you're not going to get any of that stuff it's also not kitted out like it's not statted out to be like an interesting npc that much aside from its exceptionally high charisma yeah yeah it makes me wonder like what even to do with this like the way that it's statted out right now makes me think like, oh, it could be a decent mid-boss on its way up to, you know, some Archdevil's throne room or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Anecdotally, like, we know that you could probably introduce the Pit Fiend 
as like a very hard boss for like level 10. Yeah, you could probably. Yeah, I would have no problem with level 10, level 11 party yeah. dunking on a pit fiend. Yeah, like it would be a very hard fight, sure. And somebody would probably go down. Probably. But yeah, I, I think it would be a good like mid-game hard boss. Yeah. But I can't see it being like a, a mid-tier boss late game. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, I yeah I could see foresee this kind of just being a waste of time in the late game, which is sad. I I kind of wish that they had pumped it up a little bit more. Like I can't fathom why there are no legendary actions on this thing since this is the toughest devil we get. I. Because like let's say mm-hmm. let's just say theory with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a level 20 party. Mm-hmm. What else have they got to do, right? Let's go take down Asmodeus. Sure. Right? Sure, ostensibly, yeah. So, like, at that point, the Pit Fiend is just like an ad in the fight against Asmodeus. Like, yeah. Because, I mean, like, I knew this before I saw it on here, but Asmodeus, at all times, has 12 Pit Fiends <laughs> that guard him. Sure. He just, he's the only... Archdevil that has more than one. Sure. I think more than two. And he's got 12. Yeah. So, like, how do 12 pit feeds stack up against a party in level 20s, you think? Yeah, it's probably something. <laughs> it's probably it? something. It's probably right? something. No, the, I, I get that. I think on some, because, like, realistically, you'll probably fight this at, like, level 15 if the person knows 5th edition, if your DM knows 5th edition relatively well. Mm-hmm. Um, I. The thing that is shocking to me is not shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> Clutch my pearls. No, the thing that surprises me is that there's not any legendary resistances or anything on the toughest devil that we get. There's nothing making it a boss. Yeah. There's nothing making it interesting and legendary. Yeah. And I I believe that was true of the Baylor as well, in which case I retroactively believe you know, believe that to be true for the Baylor. <laughs> but I think it would have been cool for like since we, at this point in the game, like, when this came out, we didn't have any stat blocks or anything for any demon lords or any, like, big, tough devils or anything like that. Yeah. I think it would have been worthwhile to have made them legendary creatures. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's always, like, one more page. Yeah, okay. It, it was also true for Baylor's. Yeah, that And I think be. we said the exact same thing. It was like, wow, this thing doesn't have legendary stuff. It's weird because <laughs> it's the biggest kind of itself. And yeah. I just wanted, I don't know. I feel like it would have been cool to have like, a, a, not even like mob variety because that would have been weird if there were like pit feeds and then ultra pit feeds. <laughs> I just think like maybe you should slap some some legendary reactions on this piece, especially since like, stats as they are now it's probably not going to be that challenging to your party yeah well especially like for the for a first timer like like conceptually right you don't get plane shift until like level 15 or whatever right yeah they're 13 or 15 which means that like there's like a really weird specific time in your campaign where a pit fiend is dangerous and it's pretty much right after you get plane shift as as a common spell if you wait too much longer, it's not going to be a big deal. So, like, but but if you go too early, like, what are you going to do? Give them a pit beam the second they're in the hells? Yeah, that's... I feel like there's not a, an easy way to ease the pit fiend into a larger hell campaign or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could have, like, the, the hells have ripped open into the earth and the hell tides are going <laughs> in and fighting, whatever. Well, yeah. You could do that. You could do the doom. You could do the doom. I'm always down for the doom. Uh, <laughs> IMDT doom. But I do think that... uh 
I don't know, it just feels underwhelming a bit. And I guess you could introduce it earlier, but then where do you go, right? Like, once you kill a pit fiend, it's more pit fiends. Yeah. You get, like, Dragon Ball Z problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Escalation of pit fiends. Yeah. So that's not my favorite, but I also can't think of, like, if you were to... If you're playing along, right, we've considered, we've talked through, like, uh, oh, if the party's stuck in the hells and has to, like, consider these things as characters, a pit fiend could be your way into the intrigue stuff, right? The, your, oh, I, I need to go and you understand what I'm saying here. The, like, I, I want to advance my station, go and do some dirty yes. stuff, because I'm one of the few kinds of devils that can kind of break the rules a little bit. Right. Yes. <laughs> I do can you imagine, you know the kind of player, can you imagine the player that's like, I would like to try to convince the Pit Fiend to turn on Asmodeus. <laughs> it's just, yeah. all um, right. right fuck it. <laughs> Let's get his retinue of 12 Pit Fiends to turn on him. It'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I, I would be down. I like the idea of like the Pit Fiend Cabal. Like they're just hanging out in a room and like <laughs> schmoozing and whatever. Playing poker. In the same way that like, oh, I think it's, I think like Bulgara culture is kind of silly and fun. Like I, I wouldn't mind going into a deep dive of like, <laughs> oh, this is what a bunch of pit fiends are like when they hang out and they're all maybe like repping their superiors. But when they're alone, they're like, ah, Asmodeus is a shithead. I have the worst job. No, uh, Levistus Levi is a shithead. I have the worst job. <laughs> and it becomes like a... A big old sat off. They take off their arch, their archdevil Letterman jackets. Yeah, just yeah, and then they just live their lives. And I think that would be fun. I also like the idea of like the no, we're just as good up there, <laughs> even though they all know that they're not as good, uh, and they're very insecure about it. I think that would be quite fun and good. You know, if you want to just completely make the pit feed not intimidating whatsoever. It's <laughs> just I was gonna say, just completely defang them. And yeah. Just... Yeah, that would be a good fun way to do it, in my opinion. But in terms of, like, adventure hooks, like, we're getting so far into the shit that, like, at this point, they're just going to show up in your campaign if you're doing devil stuff and they're at the right level. Yeah, I I think the idea is that, like, you only ever see one, right? Yeah. That's got to be it. I guess. But then why didn't they give it fucking legendary actions yeah. and shit? You're right. You're right. <laughs> because, like, there are... Uh, things where it's just like pit fiends were often too busy with their own personal plots and duties to bother with mortal adventures yeah. only intervening in like the most extreme case yeah so like i it makes me wonder if wizards of the coast was like oh no they actually do just fight in single combat good luck wizard <laughs> i wish that they could play shift or something yeah like I wish that they could like, grab one person and like yeah take go them into to their the mini dimension, dimension. <laughs> <laughs> like Yu-Gi-Oh. Like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes. Okay, like cool. <laughs> Neat. Just the the Maximilian Pegasus big yeah. dome. Well, that's all they do in their cabal. They just play dual monsters. <laughs> they play dual monsters, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that seems to be the case is like, you're, you're supposed to find your one pit fiend and oh, it's a big pit fiend, but we'll find mechanically that that doesn't quite hold up as dramatically as maybe was intended. Yeah. I mean, you remember the other demon, was it the, not the, or not demon, devil, the, was it the Aaron? The Aaronies. Was that them? They what was like the one the... that turns into pit fiends? Ice devils. Hmm. Ice devils turn in turn into pit fiends yeah. after a thousand one days in the pits of hell or whatever. Yeah, 
uh, how there has to be like a lot of them, right? Yeah. Because the ice devils whole thing was like, there's a fuck ton of ice yeah. devils because they get turned into pit fiends. Yeah. But if pit fiends are so rare. Well, I think it's because the trials are so hard, right? Because right, it's 777 consecutive or 7,777 consecutive days of not fucking of up not on the job. It, that's right. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's and that true. was that whole like fuck up Ice Devil Academy thing that we were doing. Yeah. Uh, so like that would maybe explain why pit devils are rare. I, there. <laughs> you know what? And I was gonna say apparently there's a second way to make pit beans, uh, that it does still make sense why they're rare. And it's kind of great, actually, because it makes the idea of fighting Asmodeus actually bad. Mm. Another way to create pit fiends is through the blood of Asmodeus himself. Not that he uses it in rituals to create pit fiends. Each drop of his blood becomes a greater devil, most often a pit fiend. (laughs) (laughs) And, And such beings created this way were imparted with fanatical loyalty towards their creator. All that for a drop of blood. <laughs> well, if you don't, if you say so. <laughs> yeah. Small army. Oops. Oop. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. I do like the. Nobody like, fucks with him because as soon as we do anything, it's just pit beans everywhere. All over. I I like that. I like it when D and D gets into ridiculous challenge boss stuff that you're not even really supposed to fight against. It's just like, ah, this is just what life is. It's the one unwinnable boss in an RPG where yeah. it's just you do it and you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, because we never, Mordenkainen's never actually gave us Asmodeus stat block, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as far as we know, we still don't have the Arch Devil stat blocks, right? Asmodeus stat block. Let's see. You might get some third party something. Yeah, I'm going to look to see if maybe maybe descent into avernus may have thrown some in and i don't know about it yet because i haven't read it no asmodeus or mephistopheles in mordenkainen's there are the other ones oh the other devils still have yes okay i just remember the demon lords this person is saying that only these two aren't in it maybe those are the only two they were looking for but yes it seems like asmodeus is still unstatted Hmm. well it's interesting i I like it when D&D is not afraid to break itself for, like, the things that you as a player just can't change in your lifetime. <laughs> Upon taking damage, use your reaction to create an amount of pit beans equal to damage taken. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> just like, like uh... un- unfeasibly <laughs> impossible to fight, and it's just kind of fun. Yeah. So, let's take a step away from thinking about fun mechanics, <laughs> fun, interesting things that create memorable fights. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the stat block to the pit fiend that we actually get. All right. So mechanically, it's kind of like a dragon on fire. Kind of like a <laughs> dragon with a poison bite. And yeah, cast I guess fire so. spells. Uh, maybe a little reductionist, but not necessarily wrong. Effectively, how it works is the pit fiend is a large fiend. It's a devil. It's lawful. We have all the things that we know. Also, it's not huge like the Baylor is. It's it's the oh my god, it's the toughest one, but it's also smaller than the Baylor. Hmm. <laughs> I guess that kind of fits thematically because like guess, the demons yeah. are the bigger ones. But it, I feel like Baylor could have been colossal and pit fiend could have been huge, right? <laughs> I guess it just feels weird that like. There are other devils that 
are potentially bigger than the pit fiend like they yeah. didn't make it the yeah the biggest, the biggest one roughest one yeah no i just I, I meant to bring that up earlier but no yeah. i agree it's weird i wish that this is not a very impressive monster yeah oh well it's got a cr of 20 it's 20 we're at the end this is ostensibly late game stuff eh, ostensibly yeah though as we've discussed this is probably <laughs> fine for like a level 15 party yeah it has technically below average hp of 300 it has an armor class of 19 which is about average for its cr or so we're told kind of wish it was bigger ah yeah <laughs> uh, whatever yeah. it has the run speed that you would expect it has a 30 foot run speed uh and it has a fly speed of 60 feet its attributes are pretty much what you would expect. They're all uniformly pretty high, except for dexterity is still quite low. It's only 14, uh, which I wasn't quite expecting, but it's got, you know, massive strength, 26 it's his strength. His muscles are getting in the way. Oh, yeah. His, my, my stumpy legs, they won't <laughs> let me run. I just got slabs of meat down here. It also has, like, really high charisma, which is cute and appropriate for a devil. It's got a 24 charisma, which is neat. Its uh, base stats are more or less what you would expect. It gets saving throw bonuses to dexterity, constitution, and wisdom, so spellcasters just won't do shit ever. It has the resistances that you would expect, where it's resistant to cold damage, and also has the resistances to physical damage from non-silvered, non-magical weapons. It also has the immunities that you would expect to fire and poison and the poisoned condition. And then it also uh, it has the, the languages that you would expect. It's, it's demon stuff, or it's devil stuff. It can... It speaks Infernal, it has telepathy out to 120 feet. Something that is kind of interesting in particular to this one is it has True Sight, it's that level of Devil, the level of Devil where it gets True Sight out yeah. to 120 feet, and its passive perception is fine at 14. I'm so, I'm untrickable. Mm -hmm. I have True Sight. Yeah. Which, yeah. 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 <laughs> I get it, like, it's fine that they would be untrickable because they're devils, right? Like, you kind of want to get the sense that they're untrickable. Yeah. And since they don't have really particularly fantastical wisdom, you could lie to them. That's true. Right, like, their insight checks would be kind of bad. So, like, that's something. I kind of like the idea that, like, maybe at level 20 you're trying to, like, con devils, and that's kind of <laughs> cool. You're giving them deals. How weird is it that, like, devils don't even have the, like... Because um, Planetar has had the I can tell when you're lying to me. Yeah. Feet. Yeah. I, I wish I don't want devils to have exactly that, but I want devils to have something similar where it's like, oh, I'm just learned in deceit and I get it. It's weird to me that the Aaron, Aranius, Aranese, whatever, didn't have it. Yeah. Because they're like fallen angels, right? Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't they? Like, that's kind of an interesting, not to go back to four episodes ago, but that would have been kind of an interesting, like, I feel like we talked about that, like what the descent might feel like yeah, to, yeah. to like an NPC a, a of that kind. High. A yeah. nice tie. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird that devils who are all about deals don't all have inside checks. Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. Whatever. In terms of its traits, it gets fear aura, which is kind of like the frightened thing that dragons get. Intimidating where, presence. Yeah, intimidating presence or whatever. Where any creature that's hostile to the pit fiend and starts its turn within 20 feet of it has to make a, you know, above average, pretty high DC 21 wisdom save, unless the pit fiend is incapacitated. And when they fa fail to save, the creature is frightened until the start of its next turn. And then it can, uh, if it saves out of it, it, it becomes immune to the, the aura for the next 24 hours. So this is another thing that, you know, stacks the beginning of the fight uh, makes it more difficult. And then as the fight goes on, it'll be less problematic. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a way to, like, lock down the, the 
spiders and whatnot and and keep them from swarming the pit bean immediately because i was gonna say it's helpful for the one-on-one thing maybe if if your fighters don't have good wisdom and they roll bad yeah well i can imagine if there if there are a bunch of fighters or like close-up rangers or whatever like melee come combatants that aren't paladins in this and even then with the paladins like it's still a pretty high check oh but they can't be frightened never mind uh oh yeah yeah uh, so, so I can imagine if there are a bunch of close-up fighters, this being kind of in a way to keep the pit fiend just alive, because with 300 HP at level 20, it's going to go down right quick. God help a fighter with only 10 wisdom, huh? Yeah. They yeah. just literally can't do they anything. They just can't do shit. <laughs> they just can't do anything. Yeah, unless they got a bow or something. and then Find a rock. And enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Disadvantage with your enjoy bow. Disadvantage with your bow. Uh, which is fine, whatever. I think the the thing that makes Frighten mechanically cool is the fact that it locks things down and not necessarily the disadvantage. Yeah. Um, but that is kind of an interesting way to, or at least a way to keep the, the Pit Fiend alive for a bit. It has the magic resistance that you would expect. It has resistance to saving throws against spells and other <laughs> magical effects. Spellcasters ain't gonna do shit on me. I hate magic, says the Pit Fiend. Also mm-hmm. has magic weapons as a trait. <gasps> what? Cancel immediately. <laughs> Hypocrite. Go in the pit. It has magic weapons, uh, which is just to say that its weapon attacks are yeah, magical. Its this... claws are magic. There isn't really... I, I mean, at level 20, I'm sure there are quite a few classes that have some like spell or something. I'm sure there's something you can do. So the only thing that I can think of that this would even affect for a player is, is like, if you're a werewolf a or something regular barbarian rage yeah but a totem barbarian rage would be unaffected by this yeah i don't know it's weapon attacks are magical in case that's ever in dispute i almost yeah. like this idea as like uh if a pit fiend makes a power play right like if it goes against another pit fle- uh, fiend yes. or something it can actually hurt devils yeah. yeah which is kind of interesting sure it's got innate spell casting, which means it can cast quite a few spells. Its save DC is 21, so again, it's still a, a fair bit above average. At will, it can cast detect magic and fireball, which is fun. It's yeah. like kind of <laughs> cute, like whatever. Uh, free fireball. It's silly. I, I like it generally. Uh, the detect magic is interesting because I... It, well, you know, on some level, it does kind of feel like the... Well, like on some... Okay, so I kind of like it having detect magic as... On some level, like, this is their ability to detect falsehood. Yeah, you, with it being at will, it's sort of kind of... I would ha- I would say it's assumed it is always detecting magic, yeah. right? Yeah, sure. But, I mean, it has true sight anyway, so, like, it kind of already got that to some extent. Yeah, I guess it would be for, like... It wouldn't be for disguise, and it wouldn't be for invisibility. I guess it would be for, like, magic items, right? Yeah, magic items are, like checking someone's power level like how many enchantments do you have on you yeah yeah Mm. right so does does this person secretly have mage armor on yeah in some ways that kind of feels like another like it being furtive and like checking to see if this is a fight it can win and whether or not this is the time to make that attack right so that's kind of cool in a way i still wish it had an insight skill or whatever but whatever yeah and then fireball is always fun right explosions what's not to like it's a good way to do some decent damage Uh, on groups of enemies three times per day each you can cast hold monster or wall of fire and slash or wall of fire yeah and we've talked about these uh relatively recently hold monster just paralyzes whatever fails the save which at a dc save of 21 is going to be pretty rough 
uh, and then it casts Wall of Fire, which, you know, acts as, like, a barrier that does some fire damage, actually a significant amount of fire damage. I kind of, I dig it. Like, I kind of like any monster that can cast spells. It's kind of cool. Yeah. The hold monster thing is interesting. So, uh, I was just thinking this before we talked about spellcasting. This is the only devil with magic weapons, right? I believe so, yeah. So this literally is like a devil that they have around to kill, to kill other, other devils, devils, probably. Or, oh, de yeah. or demons. I mean, like, that would kind of make sense as, like, a bodyguard, right? Like, they can kill the demons, and also, in in case someone's, like, stepping on Asmodeus <laughs> yeah. or whatever, he just sends, like, one of his pit fiends to take care of it. Yeah, and, like, with a fairly high DC, even magic resistance is maybe not going to help against a DC 21 hold monster. Yeah. So, like... On some level, like, you think these are statted out specifically to be bodyguards Spe against other devils? Specifically, yeah, statted to be bodyguards against devils or demons because they yeah. love their blood war. They love the blood war. Uh, or also for the players to potentially get one on their side to help fight other devils? Hmm. Yeah, that, that could something. be quite cool and interesting. I was because, thinking... like, why else hold monster? I guess in case the player summons a CR 10 devil into a fight. Yeah, I guess, or something <laughs> like that. I just, yeah. I mean, why not give it the big spell, right? Yeah. I, I kind of like that it has whole monster. I do appreciate that it might make the fight very shitty for whoever gets held. Uh, but I do like the idea that it, you know, provides a, a sudden goal to like, oh, we need to do quite a bit of damage to break the concentration right quick on this guy. Yeah. Uh, but hold monster, you can save out of it per turn, can't you anyway? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like hold person. In which case, never mind then. You can just try to save out of it. But the save is high enough that like, I feel like to a set of players, it would feel appropriate to try and concentration break the Baylor or the Pit Fiend. <laughs> yeah. More than anything else. And then also Wall of Fire for area denial stuff. And kind of neatly, right, like it's immune to fire damage, so it can just kind of stand in its own shit. And if it needs to, like, give itself a little fire shell it or whatever. It could Sephiroth. It could show up, like, in the middle of the fire like Sephiroth. Yeah. Sephiroth, you know. You know the one. Whatever you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In terms of its actions, it gets a four-parter. It gets a four-part multi-attack where it takes a bite, it does a claw, it hits with its mace, and it does one with its tail. It does the thing you like where it does. Yeah, it has a combo move. It becomes a whirling dervish yeah. of limbs. Bite, claw, mace, tail. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> Square triangle, X circle. Yeah. <laughs> Its bite is its most interesting attack. It has a super duper accurate plus 14 to hit. Plus 14 to hit. That's, yeah. That's gonna hit. That's, yeah, you roll a one, it's gonna hit almost every mage. Yeah, yeah, it's quite good. Uh, it only has a, a reach of five, because it's its mouth face. Got a reaching close, give you a little kiss. On a hit, it does 22, 4d6 plus 8 piercing damage. And the target must succeed on a relatively high DC 21 constitution save or get poisoned. When it's poisoned in this way, you can't get hit points back and you take 2166 poison damage at the start of each of your turns until you save out of it. Kind of wish that you couldn't save out of it. I mean, like, you might as well not be able to already because, like I've said to many things that have con saving throws, unless you're the two classes that are proficient in it. Yeah. 21 is almost impossible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. So so let's let's think about this here. Now it's become like a timer, right? Like, mm -hmm. I can't get my HP back. We got to finish off 300 HP right now. The, the thing that kind of staggers it a little bit mm -hmm. is that I feel like at 
even at level 15, the 21 damage isn't going to do that big a deal. Like, I feel like even with that as a thing, and I don't have all the numbers in front of me, it does feel like they could have inflated the HP on this thing a little bit higher. Well, let's see. I understand that, like, in the monster manual, the HP cap is pretty much like 350 anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, all, all combined, the damage budget on the Pit Fiend, so, like, even with all its other attacks, the damage budget is still kind of low. Uh, just kind of counting on the not being able to get your HP back as a thing. Right. What is it like? It's uh, something like, uh, it's like 80-something, or like 79 or whatever on average. Yeah, before poison damage, it's 77. So after poison damage, it's 98. Mm. Uh, so in one turn, 98 damage to a level, as the book wants it, 20 wizard or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would be enough to, like, put it at, like, a third health left. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, two-thirds of a wizard's health, even at level 20. Yeah, which is about the scale that it usually is, right? I would feel like most wizards, if a monster does all of its shit on it in one turn, it's gonna have either, it's either gonna be knocked out or have maybe, like, a third of its health left. Hmm. Well, okay. I was trying to do some quick math in my head. I was like, even if a wizard rolls max on the hit die for 20 levels, that's only 120 HP. Mm. So maybe, I don't know, maybe it'd be deadly to a wizard. Mm. Uh, but also you're level 20, and I hadn't considered a cleric could just cast like Lesser Restoration on you, and it, you're not poisoned anymore, right? Yeah, I guess that is technically true, yeah, if it's a poison. Or if you have a paladin on you, you can do... Uh, lay on hands and get rid of it in like yeah, one second. Just five, yeah, for yeah, just five for points. Yeah, for just five points at level yeah, 20. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. There is there is something to be said for this poison uh, being so hard to get out of uh, at the end of a fight, right? How do you because mean? Because this poison, say like, uh, the wizard goes down round mm-hmm. two or whatever because the sure. big fiend won't leave it the fuck alone. If it goes straight for the wizard. <laughs> yeah, it goes straight for the wizard. Uh, the wizard is down and poisoned in this way mm. and if the pit fiend can keep anyone away from it from the wizard to like cast lesser restoration or whatever on it the poison will kill the wizard while it's unconscious mm. right mm. and it, it i think i think the <laughs> this bite is specifically meant to just be that kind of attack where it's just right. like <laughs> a bite and run mm. where it's just like trying to disable as many characters as it can with this poison right so that as many actions need to be wasted to heal it as possible yeah and then conflated with the fear aura and then all of its other attacks yeah and the wall to... of fire and stuff this is kind of like a keep away yeah to, to work its way up from the lowest health person to the highest health person yeah yeah i can i can see that as being kind of cool kind of like where you're the the fight is how you can get to the rest of your party members and apply support yeah right because the wall of fire will cut off line of sight as well so like you won't be able to cure wounds anything or <laughs> you just hear the other side like ah that's kind of interesting yeah yeah okay i can dig that i can dig that i still say that like pit fiend should have had a neat gimmick oh, by for itself sure. for sure the poison is not enough to be a neat gimmick for it yeah but like i think a creative use of wall of fire plus this poison could be very interesting yeah and a whole a hold monster but yeah and a hold monster to like oh so, uh, yeah, yeah well yeah <laughs> whatever either or plus the fear aura it could be a very interesting like oh you try to get to your friend you can't do it can you get through me <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the things it can do are just mostly attacks so it can take a claw attack 14 to hit has a 10 foot reach because it's big does 17 2d8 plus 8 slashing damage does the mace 
basically the same. 15 2d6 plus 8 bludgeoning damage plus an extra 21 66 fire damage. And then it can do a little whap with its tail, which has basically <laughs> the same thing and does 24 3d10 plus 8 bludgeoning damage. Which, like I mentioned, is technically a little bit below the damage budget, but is still enough to, like, dunk on your wizard if you're <laughs> feeling like a monster or whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah, I guess it's not fair to shit on the wizard with a pit fiend since they're already at a disadvantage anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's enough to, like, <laughs> wax off a, a ranger Yeah, in the, the Karate Kid fashion. <laughs> Go. Yeah, exactly. So that that is an interesting thing. I, and that's that's about it. That's it. Yeah, that really is. It has the attacks. It does poison, spell, and fear, uh, which I feel like is true of most dragons as well, where it has like a nasty special thing it can do, a bite, and then fear. Yeah, thank God the poison's not on like a recharge or you're immune to it when you save from it. Yeah. Otherwise, like this fight would be a nothing fight. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish there was some like... I wish that the poison was a little bit hardier, maybe. I wish the fear aura was bigger. Yeah. Like, the, like Intimidating Presence is like 60 feet, isn't it? Yeah, this 20-foot thing probably ain't going to cut it if it's going to lock down stuff. From... Yeah, because like most healing and restoration, I think it's like 30 feet, probably. Yeah, so especially like... yeah, especially if it's... Because it's just when you start your turn in the aura. Uh, and I, I think it would have been stronger as like a, if you enter the aura around the Pit Fiend. We got to make that save. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. That's a weird choice. Yeah, um, yeah. What What do you think would be cool as an addition without breaking? Because I do think it is neat to hold on to the poison plus wall of fire thing for sure. Uh, what do you think would be a cool addition? I do think that it should have had the ability to teleport in some capacity, right? Mm -hmm. uh, even like just dimension door or mm -hmm. something. Um, maybe a charm spell, even. Mm -hmm something to just kind of like manipulate the mind of somebody yeah to maybe like poison somebody and then get the healer on their side yeah i think like a deception thing like a charm would be kind of cool and appropriate for a devil yeah there aren't any there's none of that in any of them so yeah. if there was one to do it maybe the top dog yeah i like since since baylor's get teleportation i kind of wish these guys got that siege monster kind of thing where it can just like tear through walls and stuff oh yeah kind of do like the opposites <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that would be neat. And I, I like the idea of, like, it just, like, running at whatever is there. And, oh, shit, it's coming at me. Whack, whack, <laughs> whack. That would be that would be good fun. Yeah, I wish the... Uh, yeah, I think that uh, a charm spell would be cool. Because there is, uh, like, some bit... I could be remembering this wrong, but there is some bit about, like, pit, pit fiends being the top devils. They are, like, the ones who enslave mortals in their Faustian deals. Yeah. And, like... Having a charm spell, like even if just like enthrall or yeah, something you know, like you know, it would be really cool. I it would be cool if it had a charm spell and then also had the all of its allies within thirty feet of it get some sort of boost. Yeah, because then it's kind of like a you know, it's literally like tempting you for power, taking like, your friend, and then you get they get a bonus. Yeah, yeah, like they get a bonus, but the pit fiend can be like, "Come with me, and I'll give you great strength." And then it you as the character literally do get like do more damage or whatever because you're technically the pit fiend's ally now that would be really good yeah that'd be pretty cool yeah yeah especially for like the general of the hell yeah army. like a hierarchy like why don't they have that for the general character like for a for for a leader kind of figure yeah especially since like the fight itself is not that big a deal you probably will have some ads if you're actually fighting at it at level 20 with this monster 
Yeah, like sure you could use variant summoning for this thing, and I'm sure it can summon every other yeah lesser devil in the book. But I think, eh. like <laughs> yeah, I think like having an ally thing would have been quite cool. Like, yeah, I I bolster my my friends or whatever. Yeah, but unfortunately we don't get that. Instead we get to eat shit. <laughs> That's what we get. <laughs> no, it's fine. Like I I the poison's fun. No, I know, but now I'm thinking about that idea of charming over somebody and then having a trait that makes that charm person better yeah it's that's, cool that's I, pretty good actually i thank you i like it quite a bit uh feel free to throw that on to your advanced pit fiend that has legendary <laughs> shit as well you gain magic resistance against magic effects cast by anything except for the pit fiend like the imps oh yeah yeah, yeah like so like imps. a bolstered version of the imp thing that you get for for when you have an imp familiar i think that would yep. be quite cool yeah oh well you can y'all can have that <laughs> that one's for you one for free mm -hmm. next one's gonna cost you <laughs> but yeah in summation it's uh fine yeah it's fine it's fine it's not the best monster i've ever seen but it'll it'll do ya. i certainly don't think it deserves the title of cr20 top fiend yeah but... yeah i wish it was i wish it had a little bit more stank on it but oh well yeah, because it's not even just the top. It's not even just the highest CR devil. It's the highest CR fiend. Yeah, this is yeah. The Baylor's were weaker, fiend. weren't they? This is the toughest yeah. fiend we get, as I recall, which is sad. Uh, but oh well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tooth and Nail. If you enjoyed it, feel free to leave us a review on things. Whatever those things are, I don't care. Leave <laughs> us a review, like just write a review and stick it on your fridge <laughs> of us. That would be pretty good. Yeah. I, I dig that. Uh, if you did not enjoy this episode of Tooth and Nail, then might I suggest you uh, just l love us more. <laughs> yeah. Might I suggest you just like Tooth and Nail more. Try a little harder, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I give this podcast to you for free. What do you do for me? <laughs> Uh, if you if you are super adamant that you don't like to the nail, feel free to check out some other stuff on nerdsmith.org where you'll find so many things that surely will tickle your fancy. Something's gotta. Mm -hmm. And then come back to us. Try again. Yeah, and then try again. You know, people change. Like, try again in like a year or two. You might find that we actually age quite well. Uh, but until next time, if there will be, which I sincerely hope, what is our creature comfort for today? Not you whatever time it is <laughs> pit fiends yeah um take a thousand and one day bath yeah just get a, a hot bath a pedicure get a pedicure for your weird <laughs> work on your weird feet <laughs> just work on your weird feet for the love of god You're, there are people who care about you you wear sandals and it makes me very uncomfortable <laughs> no if you have weird feet it's fine i do too it's fine yeah have a good day bye <laughs>